Hello everyone. Good morning. It's currently 3.07 in the morning for me. Maybe it's the morning time when you're listening to this. Maybe it's the night time. Maybe it's mid-afternoon. Whatever time you're listening to this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And I just want to ask, how are you today? Like genuinely, how are you doing? Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you comfortable? Are you in a good mood? Did something happen today that inconvenienced you? How are you? How is your mental state? What have you been doing for yourself lately? What has been bringing you joy? What has been bringing you life? In the last episode, we talked about hippies. And I mentioned a lot of peace, love, and happiness. And also, at the beginning of it, I go into detail about taking time for yourself and really living in the moment. And I challenge you to do that every single day of your life, not just going out into the middle of the forest and just being in the moment. I challenge you every single moment of your life, look around you, observe, and be conscious with what is going on around you. You'd be amazed at how much you don't even realize is happening around you every single day. You would be amazed to maybe even think, do I even know what's going on in my day-to-day life? I mean, you probably do. I just pay more attention to the things around you because when you open up your mind to constantly be worrying about what's going around you, purposefully worrying about your own state of consciousness, you will start to understand your brain. And that's one of the most beautiful things that I've been working on for a couple months now. I mean, I've been working on it my whole life, but... I feel like in this moment, I have come to a point where I know there's always room for growth, but I've come to a point where I have finally accepted my essence and my being with living, who I am as a complete person, where I want to grow, where my focus and direction is headed. And I just wanted to ask you, how are you doing? Because part of how are you doing could stem from maybe what you ate today. If you didn't know, your serotonin is actually in your gut, so what you eat directly relates to how you feel. If you're depressed, anxious, maybe you didn't get enough sleep, so maybe you're aggravated. Maybe somebody was talking to you about something and you just were getting annoyed. Why? What is the root of that? And it's interesting to know that sometimes these emotions that we are feeling, it's not from anything in particular. It's a buildup of what's going on inside of ourselves, our own narrative that then plays out in aggravation or annoyance or maybe sadness, anger, happiness, whatever it is. Our own narration builds our mindset. So how are you? How are you really doing? What's going on in your life right now? Is there anything that's inconveniencing you? Is there anything that is building your happiness and putting a smile on your face? Are you, at the end of the day, able to put a smile on your own face? Are you able to create happiness inside of yourself, contentment or peace? Are you able to sit down on the couch at the end of the day or whatever you like to do at the end of the day and just feel completely whole? Do you love your life? That's one of the things that I've been asking myself over and over and over again. Do I love my life? 
for anyone that really knows me, it's taken me a long time to get to this point. But yes, I really do. I do love my life. I love where the direction that I'm taking it and what I'm trying to work towards. And I hope that all of you out there, if you're saying, no, I don't agree with that. I hope you're able to get to that point of loving your existence, your life, your essence, and being completely in the moment. And for those of you that maybe already are at that point, maybe you are at the point of, this is my life, I'm owning it, I'm loving it, I'm living it. And to you, I say congratulations, because many people do not feel that way. Many people struggle every single day with what they're doing, what their path is, where they're going, and they're confused. And that's okay, because we are all on our own path. We are all trying to figure out this game called life. And this game called life directly affects our mental health. But I would like to say that what you focus on is going to be your reality. If you focus on all of the negatives, you will be negative. I remember growing up, my father was quite angry. I mean, for valid reasons. But the point is, he let himself focus on that anger and it lived with him every day. And he eventually came to a point one day where he said, I don't want this anymore. And he doesn't allow himself to get angered by the things he once did. And I think it's beautiful because you are able to change your mindset. You just have to allow yourself the knowledge that you are strong enough. And whatever you want to do, you can do that. It's all a mental battle. It's all a mental game. You are able to change your narrative at any point in time. And it does take a while to really set in stone what you want and what it is that you're looking for. I mean, it takes 30 days to make something a habit. That's a whole month. So if you're doing something every single day and you're making a conscious effort to do it, eventually you'll make it a habit. And that's the same thing with the hippocampus. It takes at least seven times for your short term to become long term. And wouldn't you rather have those healthy mental practices go from short term to long term? That just takes practice from you and effort and knowing what it is that is upsetting you and is holding you back from moving forward. I think one of the most beautiful things that I've been working on this semester is self-love. And for those of you who are working on it too, it's a journey. It never ends. It really never ends. And I think that's the beautiful part about it is that no matter what you're doing, there is always something new to learn, to accept, to grow from. And that's just the beautiful part of living is that you just continue every single day. There'll be inconveniences every single day, but it's just the way you look at it. I think I remember my grandma saying that if you don't laugh, you'll cry. And I mean, yes, it may not be healthy to laugh about everything and all of the bad things that happen. But at the end of the day, laughing gets you through the hard stuff. It puts a smile on your face and it changes your tune. And maybe you have to laugh through the bad, through the bad things that happen to you. And that's perfectly fine. That's just a way of handling, what, handling them. I think... The most beautiful part about life is being able to grow and learn and change. And there's actually a quote from a song. I can't remember the name of it, but it's it says that we all live to die. 
And we only die once. And once we die, there's no coming back from that. And everybody says, oh, well, I'll do this in the next lifetime. You know, I want to be this person in the next lifetime. That's what I want to do next time. Well, for those of you who believe in reincarnation, even if you were born again in that other life, who's to say that you have the exact same experiences that make you want to do that exact thing you want to do right now? Why not just get up and do it now? Why not do that thing that you've been pressing about and you've been wanting to do forever? Why not do that now? What's holding you back? Maybe it's time, effort, maybe it's money, maybe it's whatever it is, but you can find a way around it. If there is a will, there is a way. But with this quote, it's saying that why wait until your next lifetime to do something that you want to do now with the memories and thoughts that you have now? Why wait? If you want to change something, just die. Die over and over and over again. Kill who you once were. And it's beautiful because once we unlock like a new level of who we are, it's basically just dying. We kill our old self to be reborn again out of the ashes. And that's what the song is saying is, it's, I feel like it's more of a poem than a song to be quite honest with you, but it's saying die over and over and over again. Become a new person. Do the things that you want to do. Nothing is holding you back. Absolutely nothing. So how does all this tie into cannabis? Well, cannabis is a mood stabilizer. I've been using cannabis for my PTSD and for depression, anxiety, and ADD, and all of these things I didn't actually realize cannabis could be used for, but going to school for it, I'm like, oh man, okay, there's way more things that I could use cannabis for than what I'm actually thinking about, but the one thing that I want to say, and we'll talk more about like the actual effects and how cannabis works with the brain and how it affects the PTSD and anxiety and depression and what neurons are being interacted with with cannabis and the endocannabinoid system. We'll talk about that next episode. But with this one, I want to talk about is your mental health. Because with cannabis, this is something that one of my friends has been bringing to my attention and you know, it's <laughs> it's something that I never really thought of, but have thought of the entire time of smoking. I mean, and it's interesting because he's right in a way, is that cannabis is a medicine and it does help you. It does help with anxiety and depression and PTSD and ADHD and anything else that you're dealing with. I mean, if you have nausea for cancer or you have Parkinson's, these different diseases, cannabis does help with. It does help with the effects or the conditions and what's going on. But with mental health, I think it's very important that you are able to use cannabis, but also distinguish what's too much and what's not enough, and what's the middle ground for you. Because at the end of the day, being sober is completely different than being high. And I know what you're saying for you cannabis users. This is a cannabis podcast. How can you say that? I think that cannabis is a good thing. 
I think that there is a lot of a lot of medical benefits to it. But the one thing that I've noticed over this past year, and it's from different events that happened, is that, and I mean, I guess throughout my whole lifetime, is that cannabis is a good thing. But when you go into the works of mental health, there's a fine line between using to not feel and to not deal with what's going on. And there's a fine line between using it because it helps you. With PTSD, I get very uncomfortable around men because of what happened in my life. And so I smoke a little bit just to not feel anxious and to be able to be around men and different older people just to feel comfortable. And it it does relax me. It does bring my anxiety down. But then when I'm just sitting there and I'm feeling anxious or depressed or pissed off and I'm like, man, I just need to smoke right now. I just need to smoke and I won't be mad anymore. Or man, I just need to smoke and my anxiety will go away just sitting in my room. That's the moment that I challenge you to take a moment and meditate or breathe. Just focus on yourself. Focus on what is the root of all of these emotions. Yes, cannabis helps. But can you help yourself without cannabis? That's the question that my friend has been asking me is, yes, cannabis helps you and it is a medicine. But can you help yourself without using cannabis? And that's something that I've been contemplating and thinking about and wow, okay, he's kind of (laughs) right, is that, yeah, cannabis helps, but at the end of the day, am I really dealing with what's going on? Because I know that I'll get depressed and I won't want to do anything. I won't want to get out of bed and I'll keep telling myself, I'll keep fighting myself. I'll keep saying, hey, come on, come on, let's go. You can do this. Just get out of bed. Just do what you got to do. You're perfectly capable of it. You're able to do it. And I don't. I don't give it up. I don't do it. And then I get up to smoke. And then I'll do everything. And sativa, I mean, it definitely lifts me up and helps me get through it. The limonene, beautiful. Beautiful strain. But it, it gives me the strength to want to do the things in my day that I didn't want to before. And yes, I know that my depression is bad. And yes, I am seeing a therapist. And for any of you who are just using cannabis and not seeing anyone, I challenge you if you're able to. I know that therapy is expensive. And if you only have state insurance, I know that it can be expensive too. Or maybe, you know, they don't have the best therapist for what you are able to get. But I challenge you to try and find a therapy that works for you that you are able to find the root of your problem to figure out what it is that you need to get through whatever it is, whatever mental battle is holding you back. Because at the end of the day, I want you to know if you're listening to this, that you can get through literally anything. You can. The secret of life is being able to get over whatever is going on in your head is to get through whatever you are going through. At the end of the day, there's always going to be BS. There's always going to be that. There's always going to be something that's inconvenient that isn't worth your time. But at the end of the day, what is worth your time? 
whatever it is that you believe is worth your time, how do you achieve that if you're depressed? How do you achieve that if you're anxious? You can still accomplish it. You can still do those things that you want to, but maybe you're being held back. You just have to work with yourself and practice with yourself and get yourself to change your mindset to know that, you know what, I understand these thoughts and feelings that are coming into my head, but at the end of the day, I am stronger than that. I do not let my thoughts define me. I do not let whatever has happened define me. Because you can grow and you can change from any situation. The beautiful thing about negative situations is that there are always lessons from them. And yeah, I mean, we never want a bad situation to happen. But at the end of the day, the only way for us to grow is for something bad to happen. I mean, yes, you can grow with a good situation. But do you feel like you have the same amount of growth with something good as something bad? When you are praised... Do you feel you get the same amount of lesson learned as when you are kicked to the curb and beaten down for what you did? Some people just don't change. Some people, they just don't let it affect them at all. But honestly, change is good for us. The only thing that's constant is change. It's beautiful, isn't it? I mean, the seasons always change. The days always change. The hours always change. Yeah, I mean, we'll have the same day in a calendar, yeah, we'll have the same Sunday through Friday, Saturday. Yeah, we'll have the same weather going on, but it's never the same. Every year is different. Every day is different. Every second is different. You can never go back and change something, but you can change it for the future. And if you don't know what you want and what you're focusing on, how are you going to change it? How are you going to die over and over and over again and be reborn out of the ashes if you don't know what it is that you're fighting for? Cannabis is a good thing. It does help with a lot of things. So many different ailments. But at the end of the day, is it holding you back from your own mental growth? I want you to take a moment and think about that. Do you feel that cannabis is holding you back from something that you're doing do you feel that cannabis is maybe making you more depressed than you thought before over this covid i will talk about it more on friday but over covid i started using pretty heavily because i mean i had just gotten my medic card so i was trying to figure out what my tolerance was and what it was that i really liked using before i went to cannabis school and started learning about the different terpenes and what they did I was trying to figure out what it was that worked for me, and along with that, I started using very heavily, and I also was very depressed and anxious, and I believe everybody was through that hard time of COVID, is not being able to see anybody, not really communicating with anybody, which interestingly enough is with COVID, I feel like although we couldn't see each other in person, we kind of stopped talking to each other altogether, anybody. If anybody feels that way, anyone in general, like, did you communicate with a lot of people over COVID? Genuine question. I don't know. That's only for you to answer. But my depression and anxiety was going rampant, especially going out in public. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) 
thinking that the world was ending, that we're all going to die from COVID. But I started using a lot. And it got to the point where when I wouldn't use, I felt more depressed and more anxious. And I want heavy users out there to think about if they feel these symptoms, like really take notes. I mean, the healthiest thing is to keep a journal for yourself to know what your mental health is. I started actually keeping a journal a couple months ago just to like write in every once in a while. I try to write in as often as possible and just keep up with like, hey, how are you doing today? What was something you didn't like? What was something you liked? What's your goals? Keep focusing on that. If you keep writing down your goals and you write down continuously what it is that you're focusing on, your brain will continue to gravitate towards that and continue to work on that. But I was keeping a journal of how my mental health was and I noticed that on the days that I smoked a lot and then the next day say I didn't smoke at all, I would be very depressed way more anxious and I just wasn't in a good mood and so eventually I started having my consumption rate go down and I noticed a difference and I I didn't really put any thought to it any mind to it I was just like oh this is just my wave of how my mental health is doing it's just me going in and out of being depressed I'm just gonna go to therapy I'm fine and I didn't I didn't think about it the way I should have And I want all of you, if you're feeling anything that is uncomfortable or anything that you're not used to, talk about it. Talk to yourself about it. Literally talk out loud. You might feel crazy, but at the end of the day, the only way to get through something is to literally talk to yourself. I mean, it's like having a conversation. Don't you learn something when you talk to somebody else? I know I do. But it's like literally saying it out loud. And sometimes you might say something that you didn't even know you felt. And you're like, oh my God gosh, I didn't even realize. And that's how you get to a new level with yourself, to a new step. And ask yourself, with how much you're consuming, do you think that it affects your mental health? Do you think that it affects your depression or anxiety, depending on if you smoke way too much and the next day you don't smoke at all? Because there is, with using cannabis, side effects that if you use too much, you can cause anxiety and depression. And just regular day scenarios when you aren't using. And so that's where you want to just slowly just bring your tolerance down again. Just stop using. Whatever you're going through, just eat some healthy food. You'll be fine. Boost those serotonin levels in your stomach. Eat good food. Whole foods. Like you could look up Whole30 if you really wanted to. I was doing that diet for a long time. But just whole organic foods, nothing processed because that genuinely will not help you with your mental health. And just take a moment to assess what cannabis is in your life. How is it affecting you? Do you enjoy the way it's affecting you? I enjoy using cannabis in small amounts. I make sure to use it when I'm really anxious. I make sure to use it when I'm depressed, but lately I've been trying to, when I'm depressed, just don't smoke. When I'm anxious, just don't smoke. I'm going through breathing exercises and doing practices of in the moment, like pointing out things so you use your five senses, your touch, sight, smell, hearing. Oh man, I can't remember the last one. 
I'm blanking. If you remember, please go onto my Instagram. Let me know what it is. I can't remember right now. <laughs> like I said, it's 3.30 in the morning now. <laughs> um, but anyway, just take all of your senses, your five senses, and take something that's happening around you and apply it to you. Like maybe you taste a burger in your mouth because you're eating a burger. And just taste the way every single thing is on your tongue. So maybe you have mustard, maybe you have onions, or maybe cilantro, I don't know. Maybe you like cilantro on your burger. And maybe you're sitting on a wood bench and you feel the wood underneath you. How does it feel? Is it hard? Wood is usually hard. Is it comfortable? Are there splinters poking into your butt? And you maybe are at a picnic table. And you have the picnic table is covered with a cloth. How does the cloth feel? Then you look around you. What are you seeing? Are you by a pond? Are you by a forest? What do you hear? Do you hear birds chirping? Do you hear frogs croaking because you're by a pond? How are you feeling? Take all of these things around you and really assess and bring yourself into the moment fully, deeply, and live there. Just live. Just allow yourself the time to breathe. And for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about when I say breathe, breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Breathe. Take your time to allow yourself to just become comfortable and relaxed because that is the best way to bring yourself to reality, to bring yourself to awareness with yourself. If you think that cannabis affects the way that you are living in the moment, maybe take a tea break, take a tolerance break. Allow yourself some time to be sober and feel everything that's going on around you, all the emotions that maybe you were hiding from, the depressive thoughts that you weren't dealing with because you were using cannabis. I know that losing people is something that I really struggle with. And so with cannabis, it's helped me get through that. But when I take a tolerance break... I realized that that was something that I still needed to deal with. And so I allowed myself a couple weeks and I just lived in the moment. And I made sure that I was breathing whenever I got upset and frustrated. And I made sure that I was focusing on the root of the problem of why I don't like people leaving my life. And I became comfortable with it and I accepted it as it was. People come and go because you have different phases of your life. You die over and over and over again as you grow up. And some people just don't serve you in that moment anymore. And that's perfectly fine. And see, that's just an example of my own issues. And for whatever it is that you are dealing with, know that you are strong enough and you are capable of getting through it. Change your tune. The, one of the biggest things that I realized that I did was I talk negatively towards myself. I'll say, oh, I can't do that. Or... I won't do that, or no, I don't do that. Change those thoughts in your head. 
anything that is negative like that that is holding you back change the tune change what you're saying to yourself because that is the first step with being able to show yourself i am mentally capable of doing whatever this task is in front of my i'm able to do whatever it is that i need to that i want to i'm able to do it because i allow myself to i'm able to do it because i allow myself the mental capacity to maybe cannabis helps you get through the inconveniences that you need to but I seriously challenge you to take a moment, take a tolerance break if you're heavily using and maybe you're not quite doing the things that you want to be doing or maybe you're not dealing with the things that you need to be. I challenge you to take a moment to breathe and to take a tolerance break to allow yourself the sober mentality of dealing with whatever it is that you actually need to deal with. Because cannabis is a drug. It is. It does have psychoactive effects with THC. It does change you. It does. And that's with anything that you put in your body. Maybe it's coffee, maybe it's nicotine, maybe it's alcohol, whatever it is that you use. It does change you. And yes, it does make life easier. But at the end of the day, don't you want to make sure that your body and your mind are completely synchronized together, and your spirit. You, as a whole, is completely synchronized because you have made sure that everything that has happened to you is up to par, up to date, and you're comfortable and happy with what's going on in your life. So this is me just saying, hey, maybe take a tolerance break. Maybe not. But next episode, we'll talk about how cannabis actually affects your brain with anxiety and depression and how it is it helps with mood disorders we'll go into details about really what it is what it's doing in the body thank you for tuning in i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope you are all able to change your tune on something that you were nervous or frustrated with before because at the end of the day you are able to do whatever it is that you think you can't do because it's just a mental game and you just have to remind yourself that you are strong enough and you only have one life to live. I mean, maybe you are Buddhism. You believe in Buddhism and you believe that there are multiple lives, but you only have this life, this specific life that you're living right now. So live it to the fullest. Do everything that you've ever wanted to do within reason. I mean, <laughs> make sure that you're, of course, taking care of your duties and things that you need to be doing, but take time for yourself. Take time, keep a journal, make sure that your mental health is in check. And thank you for tuning in.